Hey, it's me, Sam. This is my podcast. Thanks for listening. Today is Tuesday, and it's a beautiful day in Ohio. Listen, don't be fooled by your calendar, because despite the fact that it's nearly the middle of October, it's still in the mid-80s. What are we doing? Yesterday, I'm not lying, I started my day at 6 a.m., I didn't end it till about 1 a.m. It wasn't until approximately 11 p.m. that I was sitting there and finally wasn't sweating. I started sweating from the moment I woke up. <laughs> it was over 90 yesterday. I don't know what I don't know what's going on in Ohio. I had a soccer game for my daughter last night, and one of the other moms, a friend of mine that I uh, went to high school with, graduated with, she said. She said, I was in Florida this morning. She had been there um, over the weekend for a bachelorette party. And she said, "Uh, I was in Florida this morning, and now I'm here this this evening, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's hotter here. What are we doing? This is what Ohio is like, people. I'm telling you, it's insane. It's total insanity. There is no way. Like, I I had a little bit of time on Sunday evening um, where... uh, a couple from our church who's been a, a big active part with my kids, they came and picked up the babies and picked up my 7-year-old. And really, I was helping uh, Charlie, my 11-year-old, with a school project that he had. And a little friend of his was over and was helping him. But it lasted, me helping them only lasted for about 30 minutes and they were then they were done. So I started doing some work and um, doing some things in the house. I packed up all the summer clothes. And so now... <laughs> I've got them all packed in totes, but I didn't put them anywhere. I didn't put them up in the attic or put them out in the, in the storage shed. No, I'm leaving them right there in their rooms because I've been having to dig through them every morning, this week at least, to try to track down some clothes that are actually appropriate for this summer. It's hotter now than it was during the summer. I, it's so confusing. I don't know how to explain it. But for me, it's okay. I'm a little bit... I hate to even say this because I know I'll be freezing cold in a couple of days, but just a little tired. You know, like, can we just dial it back a little bit? Like the 90 degree stuff, it's just really hot. Just dial it back a little, like 80s. Let's just keep it in the low 80s, maybe. <laughs> oh, no. Weather. I don't know why I bother talking about weather. Like, it matters. Like, it matters that I have an opinion. <clears throat> it's not going to change anything. But it's just, you just have to know. I mean, if you've ever considered moving to Ohio, you just have to know that's what you're in for. Is uh, And then my mom tells me today, my daughter's got a soccer game on Saturday. She was like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's going to be in the 40s. What? What are you talking about? In the 40s? I don't know. It's crazy. We don't really get much of a, we get, we get two seasons here in Ohio. Hotter than Hades and snow. There's no, we don't really celebrate fall. Well, I should say this. Then we have rain. We have, um, we have hot, we have cold, and we have rain. And like two months straight in the spring, it just rains nonstop. It's soggy, wet, flooded everywhere. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, so um, I, uh, I'm going to get into some topics today, but just in the way of uh, some updates. Um, let's see. My my food my food journey my my wellness journey is uh, still plugging along. Like I said, I haven't. I actually I did weigh myself this morning. I'm at the same eight pound weight loss that I was at two weeks ago, which is fine. You know, I haven't lost any more weight. 
I'm going to admit, I'm going to admit to something. I, I have not drank any Diet Mountain Dew. I've stayed strong on that. Goes, But I did have a Diet Coke today, which I realize and I fully acknowledge is no different. Uh, but I'll get to why. It was a celebratory. It was a celebratory Diet Coke. I had it for lunch. And uh, it was delicious. Here, I, I, I really thought, like... I'm going to get this Diet Coke, and it's going to be disgusting because I haven't had uh, Diet Soda in so many weeks, and I'm not even going to want to drink it. Uh, that's incorrect. It was the best thing I've ever tasted in a long time. <laughs> it was so good. Um, yeah, I think I've said this before. My body just loves to be fat. So it's like I don't really ever, you know, some people are like, I stopped eating carbs, and then it was like I never wanted them anyway. And that doesn't happen to me. There's been one time where somebody put a donut in my face and I really couldn't stand the idea of eating it, but that's that was rare. Normally it's like I couldn't I could go without sugar for eight months and somebody put a donut, I'd be like, that looks delicious, and I eat it right up, not think twice about it. I don't ever really get to the point to where uh, things don't look appealing to me or it doesn't taste right or whatever. Um so that's that. Yeah, I mean I feel okay. I still am like I said, just uh just fighting exhaustion and I think I think a lot of it I heard uh, a podcast that I was listening to I've been listening to that the book um, Body Love as well and she was like until you can eliminate stress from your life you really have no chance of being able to lose weight and I was like well there you go I guess I'm going to be fat forever <laughs> because how in the world parents tell me does anybody know how in the world do you eliminate stress from your life when you have four children? You can't. There's no way. My life is constant stress. I stay in a high state of stress 24 hours a day. Even when I'm asleep, you can wake me up. I'm stressed out. I mean, like, it's just stress. Constant stress. I got four kids. Come on. There's always somebody got something crazy going on. My, my 11-year-old has got an attitude. He's been really good, actually. He's got an attitude. The last night, he, and, then, and then he's got a dance coming up, so we're stressed out about that. What's going to happen? Seven-year-old, she's got Lego classes and soccer games. We're stressed out about that. Getting to the, I mean, it's just something. Always something going on keeps you stressed. And I'm, I'm the only one. I'm it. I don't have anybody to share the burden with. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll just hold on to this fat. <laughs> fat tail of mine forever because there's no chance of it being uh, less stressful with this many kids and even one kid having, being a parent is stressful I don't know how you get rid of stress when you have kids it's, it's like, seems like a really impossible thing to accomplish but anyway um, be sure to uh, catch up with me on Instagram I've been trying to post on there pretty well every day uh, that's kind of my goal, and uh, it's uh, it's dot podcast, and then I am still on the Twitter at the same hand at the handle. It's me Sam podcast. You can also email me anytime. I'm gonna I'll include all this information in the description, and um, yeah, get in touch with me. So. I'm really happy uh, Instagram has a feature where you can promote one of your posts. And uh, I think I mentioned that with the interview that I did a few weeks ago with Natasha. I don't know if, you, if you've listened to it. Great. If you haven't listened to it, stop what you're doing right now and go back and listen to it. Um, I really was determined to get that message out. 
to as many people as possible because I just really was felt so strongly that it was um, just a message that needed to be heard across the board as far as um, basically white people need to hear it. <laughs> I just felt like it really needed to be heard. And so I, um, so I went ahead and did a promotion of that particular um, Instagram post and it had, the last time I looked at it, it had almost 500 um, likes. And I think total, um, and, you know, Instagram kind of gives you a breakdown on how many people have looked at it and, and interacted with the post. And it was like over 2,000. So, <coughs> like I said, if you haven't had a chance to listen to it um, or you haven't at all, just I would really encourage you to do that. I'm still pushing it. I'm still promoting it because I just think... It is such a real, she just did an amazing job of communicating, um, just a really critical message. I am excited. I, um, I kind of decided my approach for guests is going to be that I'm just going to ask people. I just interact with a lot of really interesting people in my life. And so if I come across someone, whether I know them a lot or know them a little, and I think that they're an interesting person, I think that they have interesting things to share with the world. I'm just going to flat out ask them (laughs) if they want to be a guest and uh, if they don't, okay, uh, hopefully they do. So I kind of did that yesterday. I um, have a friend that was I went to school with and we're um, in, in our community together, go to church together, and have interacted with her. Not a lot, but, I mean, we've, we've definitely interacted. She's uh, She actually pretty well outfitted my two-year-old for the entire summer. Her daughter's a little bit older than, uh, than Mia. So she gave me a lot of clothes, which is really awesome. But she's just really funny. She has a lot of really funny parenting antics that she posts on her social media. And so, and I kind of have a, a little bit of a handle on her history. Per normal. I start talking and my voice starts getting all scratching, but I get a drink there have a little bit of an idea of kind of her history and things that she's been through just basically from social media we've not it's not we're not um it's not like she's calling me up and telling me about her life I mean you just kill you know how it is you're like your friends Facebook friends um and you catch bits and pieces of the person's life through that through that way but I just contacted her and I said uh I want you to I want you to be a guest on my podcast I think you have some really great insight to share and I think you're funny and I think you'd be a good a good guest to have on and I was so um I mean not shocked but I just thought man this is such a great thing to talk about too that I never really even thought about that she um wrote back and shared with me that she was kind of on her own journey um with anxiety and that she was learning how to say yes to um requests and activities and involvement and things like that in her in the world and that she had spent a lot of her life saying no because of anxiety and, and, and being overwhelmed. And I thought, man, I told her, I said, man, in a world where, um, women are encouraged so often to learn how to say no, I think that her message of, uh, dealing with anxiety and learning how to say yes is such a, a strong message. And I know, I'm saying, I know because I have this issue, and I, so there's, she's not the only one. There's at least me, one other person. But I'm positive that there's more than just me, that there's other people, other women who um, struggle 
with saying yes to things and struggle with feeling overwhelmed about being involved and being active in different things that they're approached with. And um, so I'm really glad she said yes to me. And I'm really glad that she is going to come on and uh, do that interview. And we're going to get that scheduled probably for next week. Both of our schedules are a little bit hectic this week. So be looking for her. Haley. Her name is Haley. I really love that name. I think it is so American and cute. Haley. Just nice. Um, yeah, so she'll be uh, she'll be joining us next week. All right. <clears throat> I really only have one topic for today, and I want to just... Uh, I want to just get into... I guess just being honest about, um, you know, I, I went to this training last, I call it training loosely. It was basically a ploy to get you to sign up for something else, but it was like a webinar and, you know, he was saying, um, you know, it's important to be vulnerable and it's important to be honest, but don't be too vulnerable or don't be too honest because then it just seems fake. And so you, but you have to be vulnerable. I'm like, where's, how are you supposed to know? what's too much and what's not enough um or what seems fake and what seems seems genuine I I don't know I don't know what the litmus test is for that to be able to say oh she's oversharing or she shares too much or she's too vulnerable or whatever it is but you know yesterday on Instagram um I posted a picture of this like all these laundry piles and you know basically said have faith and, and, and give, give yourself a break, pat yourself on the back, celebrate victories when you accomplish things. And my kids all, well, two of three of my four kids, the baby obviously did not had dentist appointments yesterday morning at 9am. Our dentist, <coughs> the kid's dentist is about 40 minutes from my house. And so that meant, you know, I got up at about uh, I got up at about 7, I think it was. I can't remember. But we needed to leave at 8.15. That's what it came down to. To be able to get there. I wanted to get there a little bit early, actually. Because I really wanted to be able to get into the appointment on time. And, um, you know, not have to sit and wait forever if you run late. Sometimes that happens. So, got up. Made breakfast. Everybody ate breakfast. Got dressed. Got backpacks. Got lunches packed because they were going to go to school for the rest of the day. Obviously, um, after their appointment, and uh, posted about you know I was feeling like a rock star because I got up. My hair was actually brushed and like had some curl left in it from the day before. <laughs> you know, like felt like I'm I'm handling it. I'm handling my business. I'm taking care of my kids. I'm getting where they need to be early in the morning on time good to go and then per usual per life I should say this is just what life is life is just a a series of ups and downs this is what I want to talk about about you know I think one thing that I've I've uh, allowed for myself to get caught up in is I'm living my life to the uh, best ability that I can in a a way that's good. You know, I take care of my kids. I don't run the streets. I don't party. I don't sleep around. Not that it's, you know, whatever, do what you know how to do. You know, I'm just saying on paper, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much white bread. I'm not doing anything. I'm living my life in a way that's good. So I have allowed myself on occasions to think, 
I'm living, why is it that my life is so difficult when I'm doing, quote unquote, the right things? You know, I'm doing the things that are good. I'm serving in my church. I'm serving in my community. I'm a foster parent. I'm trying to do good things in the world. Why are things sometimes so difficult? Why am I not? Why am I struggling? Why aren't things going the way that I, you know, that they should go or that I want them to go? You know, why is it that, uh, it's hard? Why is life, why is it, why can't it be easier? I'm not, I'm doing the, anyway. So, you know, as soon as I say I'm a rock, I feel like a rock star. <laughs> we get to the dentist on time, even a little bit early, just ready in there, boom, prepared. She tells me they've got three hygienists out, so it's probably going to be a while. By a while, she meant 40 minutes. And then they let me know that because they're um, short-staffed, they can only see my two older kids because that's the priority. My two-year-old, I'm going to have to reschedule. So there we are, just plummeting, just from rock star down to just <laughs> plummeting, just slowly down, down, down. And then had a little bit of a positive blip. Neither one of my kids have any cavities. My daughter especially has had cavities, and she had what they called a pre-cavity at our most recent appointment and we scrubbed, 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 scrubbed and did everything that he told us to do to try to keep it from becoming a full cavity and it did not. So that was a positive moment. Well, then I go out and I'm, and I'm going to try to schedule my two-year-old to come in and have her cleaning and they don't have anything available until next year. What? She was due in August. Okay. <laughs> they were the ones that scheduled with her for yesterday and then couldn't see her and then they, then it's going to be so... That was frustrating. And then, um, because I'm a foster parent, I, uh, receive, it's called WIC. It's a women, infant, and children benefits. And it, it really, the biggest benefit is that it pays for the baby's formula. Some of it, not all of it, but it pays for a little bit of his formula each month, which is a huge help. His formula runs at about $20 a can. So to have seven or eight cans a month covered, um, it's a big help. Well, they, their offices, uh, the program requires kind of sporadically that you bring the kids in there and they weigh them and they check them and they talk to you about nutrition and you got to fill out a paper here and there, blah, blah, blah. Well, they were due to go in September and uh, I never got a chance to take them. And so yesterday we're going right by that office. And so I thought I'm going to go ahead and run them in, uh, to this office <clears throat> on my way to drop my older two off at school and get this knocked out, this errand knocked out. Uh, just kidding. Um, park. Thought, thought it was kind of strange that the parking lot was fairly empty, but also thought it was awesome because maybe I wasn't going to have to wait. Uh, get all the way in there, and it's Columbus Day. Close. Columbus Day. Come on. So, that was frustrating. Get all the way to my son's school to drop him off. They say, uh, "Where's the note from the dentist? We got to have a note." I had asked the receptionist at the dentist's office to give me a school note approximately sixty times. No, that's exaggeration. It's like three times though. I asked her, and she never gave it to me. And so, of course, I walked out of there and forgot that I didn't have it. And so then I get to the school, and they say he can't practice tonight for football unless he has a note from the dentist 
So then I'm on the phone to the dentist, and then I'm having it. Anyway, this is more detail than you want to know, and it, it really is irrelevant. The point that I'm trying to make is that to go about our lives and expect things to go smoothly the way that we want them to go is an unrealistic expectation. And I'm going to tell you why. Now, if you're not a believer or you don't have a relationship with God, I, I, I want you to, and I, and I hope you'll talk to me, but, but, uh, but if you do, this is maybe for you. And I'm going to, but I'm going to, I'm going to give a more general, uh, idea as well. If you do have a relationship with God and you, what? Make a U-turn. Tack on it. If you do have a relationship with God, I think you, I think what I've had to acknowledge and what I've had to uh, just kind of breathe through is the real, real reality. The real fact of the matter is that there is an enemy. <laughs> the devil is real and there is an enemy. I believe the devil is real and I believe... I believe in my situation that the enemy knows that I'm a control freak (laughs) and that the way that I will show my tail and and destroy um, any possibility of anyone around me believing that I'm a Christian, the way that I will really show myself is when I'm out of control, is when I don't have control over a situation. And so I really, um, believe that a lot of times it's almost like it's a test. It's almost like, Oh, here's something else. Here's something else. Here's something else that's not going right. Here's something else that's falling apart. How are you going to react? I think that it's almost like, a. um, for me, at least in my life, it's a recurring opportunity you know, maybe I'm not sharing, you know, any Bible verses or I'm not sharing Jesus with the person I'm interacting with or I'm not talking about church or God. Or, you know, but it is, I think, you know, a, 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 a uh, multiple times a day sometimes it's an opportunity for me to um, be f- in situations that are extremely frustrating but not lose my shit, basically, and not uh, fall apart because of the frustration. Um, and and I'm not I'm not in any way again saying like this is something that I only do. I know that this is everyone's life. That's the other thing I've had to really acknowledge is that I can cry or I can be frustrated that my life is hard or that things seem always seem difficult. I used to call myself. Uh, what do they call it? Murphy's Law. I used to call it Samantha's Law because it honestly feels like anything that I get involved in, it goes wrong. You know, Murphy's Law says if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. And that's how it's felt for a lot of years and a lot of situations in my life is that if something can go wrong, if there's a potential for something to go wrong, it will. Um, and, and I've talked about in previous episodes about how people in my life know this, like, the kayaking ordeal. One of my friends sat right there and said, did you expect anything different? Did you expect for it to not be an ordeal? <laughs> like, I know it. People around me know it. It's just the way things roll. Um, 
but I just wanted to, I guess, put out there that I think we have to, and I have to acknowledge that expecting it to be easy street because you're living your life in a way that you feel is good or right or, you know, in service to God or, or whatever it would be is not an automatic guarantee that things are going to be easy. Um, it just isn't. Life is what it is and things carry on. And so what I've had to really, you know, work on myself is not becoming bitter and not becoming uh, angry or, you know, angrier or frustrated that things are so hard. Um, because I've just had to accept the fact that, A, this is life and, and I need to just get over it and move forward and uh, focus on my goals and focus on what I believe I've been, um, like, the, basically the, the, ch- the charge that I've been given from God to serve and to to be active in serving, I just have to carry on, carry on with that. Um, and then be just acknowledging that, you know, the enemy, the devil, Satan, whatever you want to say, I know this gets a little churchy, a little heavy on the church, (laughs) the churchies, but I just, if you're a believer, I think you just have to accept the fact too, that there is a, there is, there is a a person, there is a, 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 enemy there's an you have an enemy and that the devil does not want to see you be content and and happy and your days to go smooth he wants to see you go off on the uh the receptionist at the dentist office because you've been waiting for 40 minutes oh this is the kicker here we waited for four minutes 40 minutes they call charlie and i'm just automatically thinking it's my charlie so here we pick up and go we get back there and she says, I said, um, I said, my other two have appointments as well. Are you going to be seeing them all in this room or are they going to different rooms? She said, oh, you're the wrong Charlie. I'm going to have to go have you go back to the waiting room. And I said, calmly, <laughs> through gritted teeth, maybe, I said, uh, we've been waiting for 40 minutes and I'd really love for them to get to school soon. Can we go ahead and maybe stay and and get seen and she said yes we'll figure it out I'm sorry go ahead and stay you know but but the enemy wants you to flip out he wants you to flip out on the receptionist because you've waited he wants you to flip out on the poor dental hygienist because you thought you were getting in and then now you're not he wants you to flip out and 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 lose your mind when you finally get to an appointment and then it's Columbus Day and they're closed he wants for you to for people to look at you and say, what a joke. She says she's a Christian. Look at the way she acts. That's a victory for the devil. That's a victory for the devil. For people, because you know what that means? That means that there's people that will not want to hear about Jesus from me. Because if I've... What? My destination is on the left. Where? Uh, You know, if I've presented in a way that is not what people feel like how a Christian should present, then how likely are they to listen to me when I start telling them or inviting them to church or those types of things stand out to people. And so have I flipped out and and gotten very angry and gotten, yeah, oh yeah, like there's no doubt about it. I have for sure. Do I try not to? Yes. Yes especially when my children are with me.
Um, and especially if I can kind of catch myself and realize the the payoff for um, a person believing where I stand as far as my my faith is more important than the payoff of me flipping out and uh, getting my point across. So, if I'm repeating myself, I apologize. I just had to take a break for a second and do a little bit of work. But I guess what, what I'm trying to say is, when I, when my kids are in a Christmas pageant <laughs> at our church... I want to be able to walk into the dentist's office and invite the receptionist and invite the hygienist. And I want to be able to do that with, uh, with confidence because I haven't, uh, I don't have a, a negative cloud hanging over my interactions with them or there hasn't been, uh, some type of a negative interaction where now it feels a little bit strange on their end that they have this memory of the type of interaction that we had whoa just had a big bump there and now I'm asking them to come to church <laughs> um and so it's confusing so I, I guess that's that's the one thing I wanted to just um and I'm going to segue into uh, another topic here that's that's similar but that's the one thing that I wanted to just um I'm you know yesterday I hear like I said I started out the day felt pretty confident and then it um i'm gonna be honest with you by like 11 30 i was so exhausted dealing with just one frustration after the other i dropped my son off to school i went home i i had to be back at my office at two to teach some uh, orientation that i've been doing uh about social work to some of the new employees and so i got home at about 11 30 i ate something and i went to bed i took it i took myself straight to the bed <laughs> And took a nap because I was just, you know, wore out. Just wore out from things not going the way that I wanted wanted and needed for them to go. Um, but, again, number one, that's just it. That's just what it is. It's life. Things don't always go the way that we need them to go. Things don't always go smoothly. Things get, up, get disrupted. And, you know, how do we handle it? How do we respond to it? And then also knowing that... Um, This is so cheesy, but I remember, and this isn't my quote, but I remember hearing this, like, be the type of person that uh, the devil is afraid of so that when you open your eyes in the morning, he says, oh no, she's awake. (laughs) So cheesy. But the premise of it is, the point of it is, you know, is the enemy afraid of a Christian who goes about their life just flying off the handle at any given moment when things don't go right or when things don't go the way that they expect for them to go no he's not giving any attention that's one thing I've really struggled with too just looking around in my world and seeing people that I know are not living their lives in a way that's ethical or honorable or or good whatever that means or just just kind of crappy people and not doing things that are, you know, not 
doing anything good. Very selfish and just living for themselves. And yet, it's easy street for them. It doesn't seem that they're being held accountable. It doesn't seem that things seem that things are hard. It just seems that things are so smooth, smooth sailing, and just being really, really frustrated with that. But I think what we have to know as Christians is those types of people are no threat to the enemy. So why would there be a lot of uh, trials or why would there be a lot of difficulty? I think as Christians, you know, when we're living our lives in a way that honors God and we're serving God with our lives and we're seeking to give God glory, we have to know and expect for things to be kind of hard. We have to expect it because... We're a real, real threat to, uh, to the enemy and, and to, uh, you know, we're just, we're, 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 uh, we're on the radar, I guess is what, what it comes down to. So, I, like I said, I know I have listeners that are not believers and that don't, um, maybe have a relationship with God and, and that's okay. I've said it from day one. I want anybody and everybody to listen. I hope that you do continue to listen and I hope that you take, you know, the pieces of information from this topic and apply them to your life. And I hope that if you have questions about your faith, that you get in contact with me. I would love more than anything. I'm not a Bible beater. I'm not a shove it in your face kind of person. Like I really genuinely want to um, have conversations and I'd love to hear your perspective. Um, but this is just, this is just something like yesterday I said, I almost posted on Instagram, like, just kidding. I don't feel like a rock star. I feel like a total <laughs> failure. Everything's a mess. Um, but I guess I do still feel like a rock star because I didn't flip out. I didn't get mad. I didn't get angry. And that was a, that was an accomplishment for me because I, I do kind of have a little bit of a hair trigger sometimes. And I, uh, like I said, I'm a little bit of a control freak and I want things to go the way that I want them to go. And when they don't go that way, it feels very overwhelming. I got a lot of anxiety. I've said that and it just kind of, uh, I fall apart. And then I'm just, like I said, I just took it. I just went to bed. I just went to sleep for an hour. (laughs) I got real tired dealing with it. So anyway, to segue from there, I had a, um, Opportunity. I'm going to use that word loosely. Here's how it went down. My um, ex-husband filed, my second ex-husband, I should say, filed for divorce uh, at the end of August last year. And so for um, about, what are we looking at? About 13 months, we've had this pending legal issue of our divorce and of the um, custody and visitation of our daughter. We have one daughter together. And so we've had multiple hearings. Well, I use the word hearings loosely. It's usually, was usually me sitting in the, the hallway, taking a whole day off of work, and then being told my, by my attorney that nothing was going to happen. <laughs> so for 13 months, more than that, really, this is drug out. Um, I became very frustrated with the situation. You know, here's the thing. I'm going to say this as a disclaimer. My daughter (coughs) is seven now. Um, but there is going to come a day when she'll be older, obviously. And I never, ever 
want for her to come across this podcast or a Facebook or Instagram or anything like that and feel like I've bashed her dad in any way. And so I'm not going to do that. I'm saying that as a reminder to myself as I'm talking. I'm not going to bash him. I'm not going to say anything negative about him. I'm not going to... I just really want to talk about this to just reiterate the topic that I just came off of. This is basically the same line of thinking. Is that I was presented with an opportunity today, this morning, that it, that really could have... And, and I, I nearly did. And I had some moments. But essentially, about six weeks ago, um, I contacted my attorney and I, and through email informed him that I was very disappointed with his performance and that I felt like um, that there were things that could have been done that he did not do, that a lot of time had passed and nothing had been accomplished, that there were things that he told me he was going to do that he had not done and told him that I, um, I was just frustrated. I was really did not feel like Um, that the money that he had charged me was fair because nothing had happened. Um, and his response was to fire me. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so I had no attorney. I, he fought, he, his response, literally his email response to me was, I feel that because of your stance that our attorney-client relationship has been compromised, attached is the motion that I have filed to withdraw as your counsel. Yeah, he fired me. He fired me. I have no attorney. It's six weeks before our trial scheduled for this morning. So I spent a lot of time over the past couple of weeks trying to avoid going to this trial. And... um Went into it this morning with no attorney. I'm not a lawyer. I'm a social worker. Really had no idea how the whole situation was going to play out. And so here I am acting as my own attorney. Asking questions of my ex-husband. Asking questions of my mother. As if I'm straight up law and order style. Like just... (laughs) It was crazy. But... You know, I was given an opportunity within the confines of the court to where I could basically blast my ex-husband for anything and everything that I wanted to blast him for. I could make him out to look like the most terrible person in the world. I could have bashed his character and his anything and everything I wanted to. And on some level, I'm going to be honest, I, 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 I didn't bash him, but I definitely did bring some things to light <clears throat> that, um, that I felt like he could be doing better as a parent, as a dad. And, <clears throat> you know, I was honest about some of those things, but there definitely were things I didn't talk about. There were definitely things that I didn't feel relevant, feel like were relevant. I'm going to get it. I'm going to look, here I go. I'm going to start talking like an attorney, like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, I guess the thing that I want to say is that when you're in a relationship and that relationship does not work out, when you're in a marriage and that marriage does not work out, it is not, you know, you're, you're, you're in a divorce. You, I think you're given a real, real, you're in a real, real tenuous spot to where 
you are given given a chance to either harbor anger and harbor hate and harbor bitterness and I will be the first person to tell you this is what I've said before I don't hate him but I come to as close as hating him as you possibly can without actually hating a person uh I have cried I have screamed I have been so disgusted that I've been very 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 angry and hurt hurt for my kids, hurt for myself. I talked about this a couple of episodes ago about trying to let those things go, let those feelings go, let those offenses go, and how it's been very difficult for me to do that. But today in court, I, um, I just, I didn't attack him. And I just, uh, I just felt like it was an opportunity to, um, to just see him as someone who has failed in the past but at least his words today were that he wants to do better in the future and to be more involved and to be more active with our daughter and to be a dad who is an involved father and I hope that's the case um and so anyway you know I don't want to like I said I don't want to get I'm all about being vulnerable and honest and I'm more than more than open as much as I can be. But again, I, I also want to, uh, want to acknowledge the possibility of my kids, you know, stumbling across this someday. And I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to be perceived as, as bashing, bashing him or anything. I just, I, I just think that, you know, there's times in our lives where God really gives us, uh, opportunities that are really big big opportunities, big opportunities to show Christ's love, to show grace, to show, um, forgiveness, to show, uh, patience and understanding and that, oh, it is so hard. It is so, so just counterintuitive to what I feel. I feel, I don't feel patient. I feel disgusted. I don't feel compassionate. I feel anger. I don't feel grace. I feel like I want justice and I want him to be held accountable. I don't feel the things that I know are the right things to feel, but trying to pray through and really implement, uh, some of those behaviors. Now, I mean, I straight up got called out. The magistrate, the judge, whatever, straight up called me out and basically told me that um, I needed, that there was an elephant in the room and that our our interactions were hostile. And, and they have been. They have been because there's so many hurt feelings. There's so much anger. There's so many um, just frustrations that come, not just about our kids, but about the loss of a marriage, the loss of a relationship. I care about him a lot still. I really enjoy being with him a lot still. Um, but there were fundamental things in our relationship that he, um, he and I just could not see eye to eye on. And so, um, I'm divorced folks officially. I know I posted on Instagram the other day that I was twice divorced in my mind. You know, I, rather than explain, uh, I'm almost divorced. I am, you know, separated for four years. We've been separated for four years uh, uh, legally, I guess, as of today, whenever the court order is issued, um, divorced. So, yeah, uh, divorced and walked out of there and felt 
okay about the interaction and about the outcome and um, just again I think God gives us opportunities to either kind of make uh, make his name and make make Christ's name great or uh, blow it <laughs> and I'm not saying I killed it I'm not saying that I um, I don't I'm not saying that the the judge was totally convinced of my face today but I know I didn't yell and I didn't curse and I didn't get irate I tried to you know stay as calm as possible so I'm thankful as as hard as it was like I said I'm no attorney as hard as it was I am thankful for that opportunity because I just felt like the whole time like I just have to um, get through this without basically making a fool of myself (laughs) Uh, and without totally destroying, you know, here I'm telling him that I'm an active member of my church. And so I can't, I don't, I, I don't want to uh, do that and then also turn around and, and be um, rude and nasty and, you know, nasty and just mean and everything, all those things. So anyway, you know, when I was driving um, to the court court building this morning, I know my kids are tired of it, but I can't get enough of it. If you've never listened to Lauren Daigle, this girl, I don't even know how old she is. I'm telling you what, she kills it. She kills it. I've been listening to her forever. Um, Her newest album, man, I can't get enough of it. I honestly, I've listened to it probably 150 times. I'm not sick of it. It's not too much for me. I want to listen to it right now. Like, I love every song on it. I love the message behind behind the songs. I feel like it's it's just really, really good. And she has one song called Remember. And I woke up this morning and that song was stuck in my head. Like, right out the gate. Stuck in my head. And I was just thinking through the words. I pulled it up and I read the lyrics. And I posted them on Instagram. And, um just really 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 went into this morning trying to remind myself of all of the times in my past that God had been faithful and that God had carried me through hard days and hard mornings and hard court hearings where I'm put in the position to be my own attorney uh you know like how many that's never happened before by the way but um how many times you know has God been with me with my two older kids with my foster kids and just I can look back and I can pinpoint every day every you know every season of my life different specific moments where I have seen God be faithful and I remember and I remember and I remember and and that whole song is about that and I just was was it was awesome that I woke up with that song in my head because I spent the whole what was it 35 40 minute drive to the court building just remembering my past and where I have seen God be faithful you know where I have seen God carry me and and orchestrate things in my life in a way that are a better outcome than I could have ever planned so my encouragement to wrap this up if you were taking notes folks here's the final thoughts what if somebody was taking notes on my podcast? Please don't. <laughs> don't. I don't think anybody would. That'd be terrible. Anyway, my final thoughts are this. Thought number one. 
when you're interacting, when I, Samantha, am interacting with the public, with with our family, I'd say this about my family because sometimes I get into it with my mom, and it's not it's not a good look. It's not. It's definitely not uh, a Christ-like behavior. Let's say that. Interacting with your family, with your spouse, with your children, with your... Uh, I, I, and I say this to my son. Do you remember... Don't you remember when you stood up in front of the church and you said that you were a Christian? How will people believe you when you said that? How will people believe that that was a, a genuine decision by the way you're acting? And so that's a, that's a challenge to myself and a challenge if you want to take it to anyone who's listening is to to just be very cognizant of the people in your in your path in your day-to-day the people that you rub shoulders with the people that you don't rub shoulders with customer service and and people that you're driving beside and and, and anybody in your community that knows you is uh if you're a believer, there's been a time in your life that you made a decision to accept Christ and you said to the world by that action that you uh, serve God and are a Christian. And, and so how will people believe that if your life and your actions don't reflect reflect that statement? So um, that's really hard. I don't want it to seem like I'm saying that as an admonishment because I'm saying it to myself. I got a nasty mouth. Y'all heard it. I mean, I'll cuss. I don't care about cussing. But, I mean, I'll get angry and cuss. And that's no good. Um, yeah, I get angry. Like I said, I got a hair trigger. I get frustrated. I cut people off quick. Listen, I'll cut I'll cut my own mom off. I don't care. <laughs> like, I will cut people off. I will end relationships. Uh, I just make... I make poor choices. I do things not the right way. And so I just want to be clear. This is to me. This I'm saying this to myself. This has been my experience over these past few days. Um, Takeaway number two is just expect for things to be kind of crappy. I've said this before. Plan. uh, What is it? Hope for the best. Plan for the worst. (laughs) That's my lower back tattoo if I ever have one. Just expect for things to be kind of crappy. Because if you're a Christian, you have to know that. You're going to be under attack. You're going to be living a life to where, you know, the enemy is just trying to get you down. Trying to bring you down. Trying to put you in situations where you can just totally blow it. And uh, and so we have to expect that. And even if you're not a believer, you just have to know that that's just the way life goes. You know, at the dentist, they had three hygienists that were out for the day. That's just life. Kids get sick. People get sick. People call off work. And then when they call off work, it makes your appointment be late. It, it's not a it's not a personal attack. It's just the way it is. And so if it's not a personal attack, don't take it personally. Don't react in a way that makes it out like it's personal. Because they didn't. These people did not uh, intentionally call off to make me late to get my kids in their appointment. Um, and so just knowing that that's just the way life rolls. That's just the way things go. Uh, Columbus did not sail the ocean blue in order to make yesterday Columbus Day to personally attack me and wasting time by going to that appointment and then the office is closed because it's Columbus Day. It's not a personal attack. Don't take it like it is one. Um, I'm, t- I'm, again, saying it to myself because you better believe I stood there and I was like, bang, bang, bang on the door. Hello, anybody? And the lady across the hall was like, it's Columbus Day. And I was like, son of a God, you got to be kidding me, Columbus Day. Yeah. So, but... 
again it's just what it is just is what it is and and choosing your emotion and choosing where to give your energy uh, I think is just really critical and then lastly or should I say I don't know maybe lastly just knowing that um, you know there's going to be times in your life where I believe you're going to be given up big opportunities to really show the world what you believe and who you are and to acknowledge those opportunities and take advantage of them when you have them. That's that. So, did I have a last point? I can't remember. I don't think I did. But anyway, that's that's all. That's it. Um, it's been a, it's been a emotionally draining morning. Uh, I, uh, I wish someone had taken a video because I was, I walked out of there and I was like, I'm about to go to law school. (laughs) Yeah, right. But I don't know. I I just kind of did it. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how it was going to turn out, but I just knew that I wanted to advocate for my daughter. And that's kind of what I kept in mind. And I also knew that God would be faithful. And so whatever I said or whatever I did, the outcome would be, um, you know, would be exactly what it was supposed to be. So that's that. Uh, thank you for listening and thank you for continuing to listen. If you're continuing, thank you for being a new listener. If this is your first episode, sorry, it was a little bit heavy. We'll lighten it up maybe at the end of the week. I don't know. Um, look forward to Haley next week or the week after. We haven't totally decided on a date. I don't want to log myself into dates and I'll screw it up again like I did with Natasha. Yeah, look for Haley sometime soon, hopefully. Um, and uh, check out my Instagram. Check out my Facebook group. It's me, Sam. And uh, give me, like I said before, if you listen to this and you are hopefully learning or, or feel encouraged or feel like that there's something that um, has been in any way beneficial to you, if you can pass it on, share with a friend, um, let people know what you've been listening to, leave a review or a comment, um, that's that would be super helpful for me. I uh, I wanna I wanna expand my um, expand my listening circle. So uh, if y'all can help out with that, I would super appreciate it. Um, think that's about it i'll be like i said maybe i'll be back at the end of the week and we'll do something stupid like uh would you rather's or something <laughs> lighten it up a little bit it's got a little heavy but i'm feeling a little heavy not, not because i got a fat tail but because my heart's just heavy my head's heavy it's just been a uh, a big a big day a big two days to be honest and um kind of feeling it so i wanted to pass that on uh and i hope y'all um Hope y'all enjoy your day. It's really kind of beautiful. It's hot, like I said, but it's a really beautiful day. Enjoy it, and uh, I'll talk to y'all the next time. All right, bye.